Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Square Circle Podcast. And if you love listening to this podcast and want to consider making your own podcast, just download the Anchor app. Anchor allows you to make any type of podcast you want all in one place, all for your convenience. You might think that this has some strings attached. It does not. So let me explain what Anchor can do for you. It is currently free. Well, it's probably always going to be free. There's creation tools within Anchor that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How easy is that? And then Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard on Spotify Apple, and all major podcast programs. And you could also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It has everything you need in one place. Now all I need you guys to do is to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you guys. I am Marie Shadows, your host, and you are listening to the Square Circle Podcast, the best podcast you ever heard. Okay, it should be okay now. Uh, okay, I think that should work, maybe. Oh, what blinding light ones here, okay. Okay. Don't mind the tire. Hopefully, this works. I could see Epic. I see people. Can't hear anything. Can't hear anything. Odd. Um, I wonder if this has to do with. Oh gosh. Oh, I can hear stuff. <laughs> uh oh. Hearing things. Are you able to hear me? Uh, I am able to hear, yes. Okay, cool. I can hear you as well. I oh. have no idea where my other buddy is at, but you use this like, for anything else that you want other than like us having a podcast and stuff. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's a free account, so you don't really have to worry unless um you want to like pay and get like twelve people on screen. Noted. Yep. This is gonna be super cool, I guess. Okay. I must later whenever he gets home or whatever the case may be. Like, yeah, okay. Um, hold on, what, what am I still trying to do? I don't even know what I'm <laughs> I still don't know. trying to do. <laughs> All I hear is clicking. 
Uh, well, I'm trying to, uh, I guess get my chats up and going and make sure that's still a thing. Uh, should we wait it off a little bit longer or? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we could just start talking. I mean, he'll come, he'll probably come in and like, we could probably do a recap. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we could do uh, some sort of thing. We could just recap it wherever we are. Just get like clip notes or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. That's, I'm not keeping track of like whatever we talk about. I just know that we'll open up with like Hell in a Cell. I just finished watching AEW. Um, what did I do over the weekend? Well, I went to Comic Con on behalf of my uh, company. Yeah, I and then Alpha's yeah. match. That was super cool to like just do that for all four days. And I think it feels great to be back on YouTube. <laughs> I sort of missed it. Uh, I don't know. That, 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 that's like a hit and miss with me. Yeah. I sort of um, kind of miss it. Uh, Ravage is going to be streaming on DLive, so I really couldn't do this on DLive. So, you know, the more content, the better, I guess. Whatever co helps cover ground. Yeah. It also reminds me I have to put it up on uh, the website because uh, the website allows me to embed uh, YouTube videos. So I should probably somehow put it up uh, on there. Oh, it has like the share screen option? Um, ours does if um, your computer wants to do that. Alright, so I should probably hide all my porn that I have open then. Um, it's totally fine. I mean, this is this is my work <laughs> my work computer, so I mean, like, you know, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, if there's porn, it's porn. No, nothing bad about it. <laughs> oh gosh. As uh, as open I as I am, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, there'll be no such thing over here. Look, I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> okay. Um, what's with my notifications? Got it. Okay. Pull up my 
Discord. Alright, so I guess, uh, you know, we're, we're like 12 minutes from running. We are? Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> I uh, haven't, like, yeah, well, haven't we, checked. We should probably get going on the opening uh, subject and then. Oh. Alright, this is going to be super, super interesting. Alright, so welcome to the first ever. This is season one, episode one of this cast. Uh, I am your host, Marie Shadows. I am joined by the wonderful Epic. Um, our other buddy, uh, Real G, or we're just going to probably call him G, uh, he'll probably come in a little bit later, but this podcast is dedicated to professional wrestling. Uh, it's a huge passion of mine, a huge passion of uh, Epic and stuff like that. So it's not just talking about AEW and WWE. We'll probably throw in some indie stuff. Um, if I ever go to a event, we'll probably talk about that. Um, if Epic ever goes to an event or experiences something, he could definitely talk about that. It's not going to gear towards one thing because we both love it. Um, let's just start it right off. Um, Hell in a Cell would have been a great pay-per-view. Well, not really great. A decent pay-per-view if they did not fuck up the ending. Um, oh, you're allowed to curse. It doesn't even matter to me. Uh, there's like, <laughs> there's no restrictions at all. Um, That's a sweat off my brows. Okay, we're good. Uh yeah, whatever whatever you're with me, expect to like curse or whatever. But um every match that I saw for Hell in a Cell either sort of made sense in like WWE logic, but that ending really didn't. Um but I noticed that a fan on Twitter, um crap, I got like a, a call coming in. This is not cool. Oh. Uh but if you want to talk about it for a second, um, I would. I'm gonna mute myself. But Epic, if you want to go, give me a second. Uh... Hey, what happened? Yep. Okay, so you know. I'm back. Family members wanted to know um, if I was cooking or not. <laughs> I'm cooking up. To this podcast uh anyway but uh i remember like uh, a fan had videotaped uh the same ending that we saw um for hell in a cell during like the house shows and i sort of hate when wwe does that kind of thing where it's like oh whatever you do at the house shows we're gonna do it at the, the at the ending of like you know our pay-per-views uh yeah i just felt like that was a really bad bad ending yeah, we'll we'll definitely get to that. Um, should we pick this uh, pay per view out match by match, or should we? Um, I the matches weren't bad. Um, it was just um, it was just the ending that like ruined much of it. But if you want to talk about a specific match, you can. I got no problem with that. Well, I got the uh, I guess the itinerary right in front of me. I'm just you know uh. Based from what I saw, I think I jumped in the pay-per-view at the Randy Orton part uh, versus Ali, which I thought was pretty was good, good for a somewhat impromptu match. Yes. Um, so I kind of skipped out on uh, Natalia versus Lacey Evans, uh, which to me probably would have been a yawn fest, um, which is, I don't know, okay for a pre-show. Um, Becky Lynch. I guess it is, yeah. 
uh, against Sasha Banks, uh, which I haven't watched. I wanted, I wanted uh, Sasha to to win that one, so that way finally, um, you know, uh, Becky no longer has the belt. I think it's starting to get stale. I, I think her character is getting a little bit more stale. It's just like I don't think there's enough. Uh, adversity, challenge? like challenge and adversity. That, yeah. Like I'm not saying like she needs to go up against like you know like an authority or like a thing. It, it just seems like okay, cool. Uh, whoever steps up to me is kind of going down, and it's just like okay, well, I agree with that. Whatever, cool. But at the same time, it's just like okay, like the same shtick is just kind of going up. It's kind of like you know, uh, like two thousand. 2017 Okada with his like you know 400 oh, something mm-hmm. odd day being yeah, champion yeah, yeah. like basically just I remember that people, which is amazing but at the same time like it's just like uh, at some point like when do they draw the line and say alright well this is going to be the person who removes a strap off Lynch uh, Sasha could have been That's a perfect candidate for that but I wonder who the who's uh Reserving that special seat at this point because it's I no longer even Charlotte. Think though. of any, yeah, I couldn't even think of any other um, woman that like they would sign that would be like a big shock um, to dethrone uh, Becky and stuff like that. Um, I just wish that um, Becky's character wasn't so like forced in a way because to me it feels forced. Um, if you have to try to get over by using uh, the Legends um, characteristics without putting your own spin on it. I just think that, you know, you don't know how to get yourself over as a Becky Lynch in a way. That's just how I feel about that. Yeah, it, it just feels like um, well, then again, they do this with like every single uh, person who they want to get over with the people is just like, you know, adamantly just, you know, sh- shove them down uh, people's throats like you know Daniel Bryan for example Roman Reigns oh yeah um, it, it's just like okay we'll, we'll drive the point home just just keep nailing it it's like the, how they're trying to like you know force Natalia and Lacey Evans down everyone's throats this is like no mm-hmm. one enjoys both of them but it's just like you know but ain't nothing we can do about it it's just like you know eventually just come to accept it yeah um, pretty much I would like to see Becky's character uh, go back to its roots in a way, but um, I guess we'll see it when we get there. But in the meantime, it's just like okay, well, like uh, you know, I I really don't want it to be Natalia and or Lacey that uh, takes up you know a strap, if not Banks at this point. Like, yeah. Because again, it's just like okay, well, we have in singles competition. We don't have too many options unless they're m- making room for Rousey to come back, which is kind of likely uh, not. Yeah, um, but if she comes back, it's going to be like after she decides to have a kid because she really wants to have a kid. So yeah, um, it's going to be after that. It's going to be like super weird. Because that's like cool. Wise, like we have tag team, like we know Asuka and Kyrie. Uh, now to yeah. get the the top spot there, then you got the iconics, then you got Bliss and uh, Cross, yeah. um, Riot Squad. If they're not really a thing anymore, but uh, they were there. 
they're 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 there, but they're kind of not. It's kind of like I don't know what to really think of at that point, but we'll we'll get to that eventually. Um, I have wanted to mention something that was bothering me during the uh, pay per view. So like we all know that Kyrie and Oscar are a team. Their name is the Kabuki Warriors. Who's doing the music? <laughs> I know. I don't like the name either. I, I, I can't. Um, I can't blame Jim uh, Johnston anymore, and CFOs is no longer blamable. <laughs> and I mean, like you know, who, who's ever behind the thing is like literally just like you know, got a five dollar DJ set and just like slapping tracks <laughs> together, and it's just like, I mean, if they just kept like you know, uh, like Oscar's name, like just use that. They're like, I, I don't care, like. It, it was, new it was just... a bad mashup where it was like you hear Asuka and then like it fades out into Kyrie and then it fades back into Asuka. The same thing they, they did with Baron Corbin and his whole like King Barrett, Baron thing, not Barrett, his whole King yeah. music and then his regular music. And I was like, who's doing this? It, it's <laughs> it like, bothering me. It's like whoever's got the thing is like put up like DJ Serato and it's just like, okay, well, we'll have the original thing, we'll have the thing. And then the crossfader in the middle is what kind of like, you know switches back and forth between tracks and I'm just like who the fuck fired like who who hired these guys like I'll I'll do the music like hire your boy okay like I I got a DJ set like I got a crossfader like how I'll, I'll even make tracks like I I don't I don't make tracks but I will but I mean like if it's if it's that difficult but like jeez I know right uh, we should probably start like a hashtag going to a uh, higher epic for WWE music. <laughs> yeah, we'll see when we get um, there. Um, but I, I did kind of wonder too. You remember um, the in, the Twitter internet like sensation guy? I think his name was like Josiah Williams, who made all these incredible raps with um, the superstars uh, theme song. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he's hired. So he's hired by WWE, but he's doing like backstage segments. I think that was like. WWE's way of like freaking silencing him and his fucking talent because I haven't seen him put out a freaking video since he got hired and I'm like wow you just stomped like on his creativity he could have made great music for you know people and then we could have got behind certain characters that were falling short or becoming stale mm -hmm. and it's like great WWE you like strangle your own like creativity too um I mean sometimes it can be like that but sometimes it's like it's unintentional and like unfortunate yeah but at the same time it's just like okay well where are we at this point like you know whoever they hired as like you know their musical team and then like you know if they have to i would probably say like you know hire like you know uh someone to do your track for you and then just get it yeah you know legal with them and wwe it's kind of like you know punk with uh you know living color mm -hmm. sort of stuff like that just get right to you some tracks and then uh think you're just good to go um what else did you like or not like about the uh pay-per-view uh if i were to pick bullet points from each so i'll, I'll start from the beginning so the screw no like scratch out you know natalia lacy I, I, I yeah yeah, yeah. uh like the <laughs> banks we went through already daniel bryan roman reigns uh versus uh you know uh <laughs> I'm just gonna shorten it to Bludgeon Brothers, even though they're not Bludgeon Brothers anymore. Uh, That's totally fine. <laughs> but you know, them going on top was definitely the obvious choice, so we're not gonna go into yeah, it there. Yeah, that's fine. Orton versus Ali was a good uh, filler match, and then I think 
just going into that like shortly i remember uh commenting on my friend's post about him saying you know uh orton's pacing of the match is just yeah. like you know mm -hmm. getting painfully slower and i'm just like uh that's just that's <laughs> his character though like that's his shtick like you know slow methodical like you know rest hold um and it's just like it, it's, it's just there for for time filler i feel and it's just like you know for orton to work the way he does against especially like you know faster uh younger guys and it's just like we already know how orton feels about that stuff anyway you know dot 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 dive I mean, <laughs> yeah um like I, I think nothing of it like i'm pretty sure if orton wanted to turn up the tempo like he, he definitely could but it's just given the fact that like you know he's in the spot where he is who he kind of is i just kind of like picture like a sloth in a way but, uh... <laughs> uh, that's true i never thought of it that way but um i during some matches depending on who he wrestles i do enjoy watching or in um wrestle those guys but i was never the fan to be like oh my god orton needs to take a break i was just like cool orton is here and let's see what he does um he's improved like tremendously ever since like he started all the way till now and he's such a huge veteran that he knows how to work the crowd he knows how to work um the wrestlers and i think fans sort of forget that i just think because you know i'm me and you are like sort of in the business and we know this shit that you know like, they, they, could, they sort of forget that part that he knows how to work it you know true i mean like uh again it's just like Orton's talented. He's crazy talented, and he, he's got the tools, and he can work with anybody. He like it. I can kind of compare him to uh, Jericho nowadays, where it's just like you know Jericho oh, mm -hmm. could be that same guy, and he keeps reinventing himself, and uh, his matches keep getting better depending on who he wrestles with. Orton could be that guy, but like I don't know what it is about him that says that like, he comes off quite smug and just says, "Nah, fam," like you know, like ain't nobody going over and it's i don't think it's intentional like or, or like anything like that at all but it's just like it's hard to put somebody over with the type of match style that you put on and this is like how, how do you expect uh this sort of thing to work you know in some sort of favor to anybody yeah um you know i did press live uh to stream via my obs but i'm not sure if i was supposed to press to go live on my on my YouTube studio. This is how rusty I am. Um, if your if your YouTube studio is already connected to your OBS, uh, by it's using fine, Restream, right? then it should be fine. Oh, okay, because for some reason it's saying waiting for Ravage Nights production when I'm trying to like look at the video see how good it is. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, it's a good thing I'm I'm recording it as well and not only leaving it as like a live stream. Um, so yeah. Uh, the Jer the no, uh, the Ali versus um, Randy Orton match was good. Uh, I forgot what the hell was after that. So that was the uh, uh, women's tag team championship match, oh, yeah, which yeah. I thought was great. I didn't expect uh, right out of the gate uh, that Kyrie and Oscar would uh, play off as heels for. Someone. Yeah, I haven't like I, I try to watch matches in between, which I have, but it's just like it just seems like you know um, they're they're. I don't know what light switch, you know, creative decide to flip and just say, yeah, you're gonna go in there, you're gonna play off these heels, and you're just gonna, like, you know, you're gonna go out the dirtiest way possible. And this is like, okay, well, I can understand if they had the motive. Let, let's just say up to this point, you know, you know, either they they work up a streak or something like that, like you know, or you know, 
a build where like you know they're, they're pretty much like you know fed up with stuff i would have played an angle where yeah over the past few shows like these girls have been winning like they they've been faced with the team have been taken down whether it be like you know uh bliss and cross whether it be the iconics whether it be uh uh lynch and uh flair or whatever it's just like okay yeah, yeah. set one team up they, they take them down and it's just like okay well you get a match so prior to getting a championship match like you know they're they're either like you know in like you know tag team turmoil or you know the match doesn't happen and it's just like okay well why why do you keep playing these people off like are you waiting for page something like that because page was associated with them at one point and then they just yeah. decided to remove her like all together and it's just like oh right like okay lose page cool uh no reasoning for it but just lose page and Mm-hmm. You're no longer faces, even though you're liked by the people. Now, now you're gonna play off as these heels, which is an interesting spin because it's just like, okay, if I were me, if I were to book her, I'd be like, okay, like you know, either you lose these matches or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say you lose the matches, and then you know, frustration builds up. You know, you get to the point all of a sudden, like, okay, now you start playing off as heels, and you get this 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 heat on you, or you get the wins, but you keep getting pulled, uh, you know, kind of pushed aside. Then you start taking matters in your own hands by, like, you know, eliminate, like, you know, your opposition to make sure you're, like, you're the last team up. And yeah. that still gets you heat. Like, you know, in the meantime, like, you know, beat up your manager or whatever. And it's just, like, you know, build up some, some monster heat on you. Um, so I just feel like everything just came up just kind of unexpected and, again, forced and rushed. So it's just like, okay, well, let's try to figure this out at some point. Uh, but all throughout the match, I felt like the girls paced it out quite fine. Um, yeah, they did. Like, you know, they uh, worked out on, like, uh, on Bliss. Uh, Cross got, you know, her uh, moments of offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Asuka played The Mist, which is a good callback to uh, her heel yeah. herself mm-hmm. back in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyrie's freaking stomp to the eye poke was <laughs> the most amazing sequence I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just yeah. like, bum, bum, bum. That was, like a, that was almost like, you know, a, a nose boop. But it was like a boop yeah, to, the yeah, face, yeah. to the eyes, and that's about it. Um, um, yeah, that that little thing worked. It worked as a heel. Um, I like both of them being heels. Um, just because, like, I'm tired of whenever they get, like, Japanese wrestlers come in, they always make them face. And sometimes it's like it it's doesn't like yes really work. No, but every time they bring them in, okay, if, if you're a face, like, you're, you're always playing off to the crowd whatever it's just like people love you but and then half the time that they bring you in they're, you're, you're in as like an international heel where it's like hate America uh, yeah. America sucks and it's just like yeah. okay this guy hates America boo and it's just like oh my gosh like how, how many angles are we gonna play into this like you know every single Russian person that they've brought in like you know from Kozlov to Rusev to like you yeah know, everything uh, yep it's just like okay, we get it. Like you know, people hate America. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, glad it, they didn't it do it here, though. Most, yeah, um, it gets the most uh, simplest heat ever, which I think sometimes it's like okay, we got to stop that. You know, we just eventually got to stop that. Um, after the women's tag match, oh, um, the women's match, uh, the regular one for SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I, Bailey and Flair? Oh, my God. Yeah, Bailey and Flair. Unless I skipped a match. Did I skip a match? Uh, let's see. We got uh, Braun Strowman and the Viking Raiders versus the OC. Yeah. 
Um, <sighs> and Gable versus Corbin. <laughs> Or Shorty uh, Gable, Shorty Gable, Shorty Gable, Shorty Gable. All right, you want to talk about you want to talk about Shorty Gable? I can see your expression. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> the whole segment that leads up to it, like you know, King's Decree, you can only call him Shorty Gable or something like that. It's just like, all right, well, all right, you guys, stupid in itself, but it, it's going to play off to the fans because the, the fans are going to want the underdog, which is Shorty Gable, to to win the match, and now the ring announcer calls him Shorty Gable. And, which yeah. I, I I think is amazing. It's hilarious because like now the now the fans are just gonna be like they're gonna run with this and you know, they are forever. So like this puts Gable like super over, and again Corbin as he's getting like you know the mega mid card push to the moon, you know by winning King of the Ring by winning uh, Money in the Bank or probably the Royal Rumble next. I'm calling it right now. Maybe within the yeah, next right? year or two. He, he's going to win the Ro- uh, Royal Rumble. Um, they're going to put that on his accolades. Um, but with with Corbin right now, like the, the King's position is ultimately like like once you win, you're, like you're you're getting jobbed out. Like ask any other yeah. king that they, they mm-hmm. had out there, like Booker T. Yeah, yeah. Um, Barrett, uh, yeah. Sheamus, like. And, mm-hmm. You're just gonna get jobbed out, and that's what he's doing right now. Like, and using this to put over Gable is a really good gesture. So, uh, how they're doing uh, that right now? Epic, give me one good. moment. No, no problem. Uh, no, I'm doing my podcast finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Family, family just came home. Oh, but okay. yeah, I totally, um, yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, that you know, um, Corbin, uh, is gonna be around for a while. Uh. I don't know if I, I don't really hate him or like him. He's just there for me. It's just like, oh, it's Corbin. You know, it's Corbin. Um, he, they probably are gonna make him win the Royal Rumble, just because he's still having that heat. People on Twitter, like, if you ever read those comments towards him, oh, it's gosh. so bad. I'm like, you guys are so mean to him. But then again, you know, he just takes it in stride. But because he's getting all that heat from Twitter, um, they're probably gonna have him win. You know. They're, they're gonna have him go off on something like I don't know I, I hope he doesn't like he's got something at this point where like you know he, he's definitely still a mid-card champion at best if they decide to put another yeah. strap on him like I think what he's already won the US championship briefly I think so right yeah Um, I don't for think like he a needs while. a main yeah he doesn't need a main strap uh, if they're gonna slap a strap on him it's definitely gonna be mid-card and I think just by him being there right now with the way things are going for me as a booker like fans already hate him for kind of how he looks or what he represents so it's just like you know uh you can you can get like uh cheesy heat off of him by just throwing him into the scene it's just like if you want heat like you know briefly or whatever and want people to hate on something throw corbin into a scene and then like you know people will just eat that up he should just call everyone shorty because he's so freaking tall Met this guy in real life, so I mean, like I've I've met a lot of them in real life. They they came into uh, the airport to my restaurant. Oh, and, cool. Uh, I, I think I've commented it on this before, and I think like Corbin is definitely the most intimidating out of all of them. Like, really? I, I'm pretty sure he's a nice he's a nice guy, but like you know when he comes up to you because like the way he cut he's taller and the way he kind of looks yeah, at yeah, you with yeah. his face, it's just like he gives you like a stone face. Is like <laughs> a glass of water. And you're like, oh my god! Yeah, okay. 
but yeah, I I, I, f I felt kind of uh, intimidated uh, just tapping Kevin Nash like on the arm uh, during Comic Con uh, just to go tell him, hey, come to my booth. I want you to try out some beanbags. Oh my god, dude! It's like, like I'm super short and he's like super tall. He just looks down at me, and I was. It's a good thing I didn't freak out. I was just like, hey, uh, later, just come by the booth and, like, try out some V-bags. <laughs> and then that was it. And then he no-showed me. I'm Oof. saying this right now live I, on I, I uh, would have built up some heat where it's just like, hey, um, look, you know, just so you don't blow out your quad, you can come up with some uh, you know, <laughs> beanbags, you know. <laughs> Th that definitely would have, like, you know, definitely cheesed them out a little bit because I'm pretty sure he hears that joke by everybody all the oh, time anyway. But God. it's just like... Um, I think that might you have earned a little something. Might have not been good, something good, but I mean, maybe something. Oh, I guess we're going to get, I think Gio's joining us. Uh, if he ever connects. But uh, the funny thing about that, uh, about blowing out his quad. Hey, Gio. You might want to bring your camera down a little bit, dude. Better? Um, yeah, better, better, better. Uh, we're quickly talking about like Baron Corbin's height and intimidation and might run in with uh, Kevin Nash. Um, How was that? It was interesting. Everything's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's kind of funny that you say that, Epic, because I was telling Alpha the, the same thing that, you know, Kevin Nash is going to be over there. And he made the same quad joke, but he was telling me that when I do the demo to make sure to not blow his quad out. And I thought I thought I was just funny. I was yeah. gonna be the I was gonna get the I was gonna be the girl that got the heat because I blew out his quad if we went through the whole demo. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, all right. So ladies and gentlemen, uh Gio just joined us. Um Gio, a quick recap. Um we were we went through um Hell in a Cell, uh Epic skipped the uh pre show because he just can't watch Lacey Evans versus uh, Natalia. Uh, we talked about the uh, other matches, like the female tag team match, uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus the Bludgeon Brothers. We'll call them that. Um, okay. We touched briefly on like Randy Orton and Ali. Uh, we also did. Um, Char uh, we were gonna go to Charlotte versus uh, Bailey, but then we got distracted about uh, Barry Corbin and Chad Gable, and then Shorty, stories about Shorty Gable. You know... Shorty Gable. We can't, yeah. we can't call him Chad Gable anymore. Shorty, right, Shorty Gable. Shorty Gable. All right, Shorty Gable. Um, you know, we just talked about like maybe the first half of the pay per view. Would that be like correct? I think we've covered about maybe three quarters of the uh, the uh, pay per view already. Okay. Without going like uh, too much into it, like I think it's just yeah. like. The way we were heading into it so far is just like it was just like you could come you could definitely watch this stuff on SmackDown or Raw. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah. Um but Gio, if you want to throw in some of your um overall thoughts, you could go ahead since we and Epic talk mostly for everything. I kinda felt bad for uh, Bailey, uh losing the championship. We haven't gotten to that yet, so yeah, we can we can definitely Yeah, get so into backtrack. Okay. Whatever yeah, because you missed all the rest of the stuff, so backtrack. Okay. Not backtrack, but we're, we're actually getting we're moving forward. Going for it. Okay, so where are we going with this? Okay, Bailey? so yeah, we haven't gotten to Flair or Bailey yet. We can definitely talk about that. Okay. All right. So let's let's do that. Gio, you want to start off? Um. Okay. Sure. Uh, wasn't expecting Bailey to lose. Surprisingly, she lost. Charlotte's a ten-time champion. Woo. Um. <laughs> That's yeah. not so unenthusiastic. <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. 
I thought that the post meltdown of Bailey was interesting. I felt bad for Bailey in a way because she, she's supposed to be like the role model, and she let down all the fans and whatnot. I hope it takes Bailey's character into a more darker role where she just gives out no more high fives, lose the balloons, and just goes, you know, more evil. Yeah, I, th I think that evil. would uh, <laughs> that would be a good touch of like you know going strictly business because I mean the way that again like you know Bailey and Bangs have been going is going down to a heel rule, especially going up against like you know uh, Lynch and Flair at this point, which I, I I don't know why they decided to then have I guess two heels ish like you know you have Flair who's still a heel, uh, didn't mm -hmm. wasn't a tweener wasn't a face, um, going up against. Bailey, who's new into her heel role, and yeah. now you now you have like you know two heels going up against each other. Then you have, at this point, you know they they were supposed to turn Bailey back to face because this this doesn't do anything for Flair. Flair Flair is still Flair, wins a championship, and it's just like okay, like you know ten time reign ain't nothing changed. But for yeah. Bailey now, like you know you, you had all this momentum going. Uh, with her as a heel, take the strap away from her. Now where is she at? Like you know, her, both her and Banks have just got written off on the same show after all this buildup. Mm -hmm, definitely, yeah. Um, I also had wanted to mention too that it was a weird like transition because uh, when Sasha came back, they automatically formed like their own little uh, crew once again, and then we. I thought like they were gonna finally turn Bailey heel because if you're gonna put them with Sasha and Sasha's like fuck everybody, you know we're gonna do this. I thought it was gonna be kind of kind of in interesting, but they dropped they dropped the ball with it. Um, the only reason why Bailey lost is because SmackDown's moving to Fox. Fox wants Flair. It's obviously the name to make her ten times. Um, you mm. know I still love my flares, but I just thought that was wrong place wrong time and just because it's it's a name it's it shouldn't have happened that way uh bailey should have probably ushered her, it ushered us into the fox era and try to do something different from that and not have flair i don't know where they're gonna go with this it's it's hard to kind of think about where they're gonna go with this from here and again like you know uh, you've touched a lot of good points there like Bailey could have been a good opener for it, but again, it's what Fox wants, and we, we've already seen SmackDown, and we already know where things are going to go from there. Like, they, they want certain names carrying the banner, uh, whatever draws, draws. Right now, like, you know, they pick Flair because Flair is the easiest based on name, based on accomplishments, and, yes, um, you know, they, they feel like they can't get that out of Bailey. Um, you know, same thing 100 with... 100% uh, true. You know, same thing with, like, Lesnar and Kofi. It's just like, you know... Kofi being like you know uh, the oh intermittent people's champion, and then uh, you know dropping his strap in six seconds to Lesnar, which um... oh my god, it was awful. I, I I just wanted to say that like I I even tweeted it that um, it's not fair that Seth Rollins can have his moment and maybe uh, the chance of like retaining the title before he loses it to Brock Lesnar. With Kofi, they were just like, fuck you, Kofi. You know, you're done. You did what we needed to do, and now you got to be the company guy to lay down in eight seconds. 
is Roy Lesnar can start his feud with Cain Velasquez. And it's like, you couldn't give Kofi a moment to almost shine because he worked his ass off for 11 years and then Brock Lesnar comes in and takes it away? Yeah, they, like, they so destroyed Brock, that empire, like, literally. Lesnar being... Yeah. Like, I could get the fact that Lesnar is a B. He is, like, a high floor who go against Lesnar. But it... Ah! And still lost clean. It, it bugged... Yeah. Are we all good? Okay. It, it broke a lot of people yeah. that that, that um, night. It was just like can't believe yeah. that it happened, and it's just like you know, um, yeah. It's interesting that now they're going to like you know they're they're writing off Kofi t temporarily. Now they're going to Velasquez versus Lesnar. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then like you know Kofi still has that card to play where he has that rematch, but who yeah, knows where this is going to be down the road? So it's interesting to see where they're going or to go. when. When like I mean. It, you know, so they forget. They they forget, and hopefully, like this is not one of the instances where, like you know, WWE forgets because they have so much momentum now, especially like with now SmackDown being on Fox, and now they're about to be their own entity, and they're bringing in a whole lot of you know star power. Uh, you know, I don't know why they're bringing in Tyson Fury. On top of that, so they're trying I, I to didn't... write up a whole lot of things right now. I never knew who the guy was. Same. I was just like, so, dude's huge, but like, you know, I, I have no idea who this jobber is until I had to read up on him. I thought it was Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Everybody's Dominic. Whether it be whether yeah. it be Kane or whether it be Tyson Fury, is like, is this Dominic? Is this Dominic? <laughs> <laughs> never heard of the guy until, oh, someone's from Brock's Pass. Yay. Yeah. We don't need the title for it, though. Oh, you mean you mean uh, Cain Velasquez? Um, yeah, Velasquez. He took the UFC title from uh, Brock. Um, Tyson Fury is fighting, and Tyson Fury is a freaking boxer. Yeah, apparently uh, undefeated. I think he's like what twenty nine wins and like one draw or something like that. That's yeah. Tyson Fury. Um, aside from that, um. Do we want we to could go into the main event. Hell in a Cell main event. Yeah. The dumpster um, fire that set the world ablaze. Yeah. The world is pissed. They're angry. Yeah. I've I never just want seen to so mention for the people. sake of this video, um, if you do see my screen, it is not a filter. It is just a fucking light. It's fine. Because it's aren't you. I'm just saying, no filter. It's okay. all good. This is my light too. <laughs> I have a lamp shining in my yeah, face, yeah. so I mean that's that's my light. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh my god. Main event time. So I don't know who wants to uh, who wants to go off on this first. <laughs> I honestly hated it. It made no sense story wise, um, and. I think now that the the fiend has momentum slowed down, unless Dead by Daylight read my tweet and they put him in the game, and then Pop goes back his hype. Good plug, good plug. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be plugging in a lot of stuff. I like to get that cheap heat, and I know that cheap pop, not cheap heat. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Now look at the heat, pops. 
Yeah, I know. Uh, oh my god. I I could touch into this. I mean, uh, I made a nice lengthy Discord post about this when we talked about it on Discord. Yeah, I now, remember. Now a lot. I I understand a lot of the frustration of the people where this came from, like and how this thing came to be. I I agree that this thing happened way too fast. That it was just like you know they were. I don't know why they propelled. Uh, Wyatt into the title scene again like it was absolutely unnecessary they could have made it Rollins versus Wyatt like no title but just Hell in a Cell like there would if there yeah, were no okay. if there were no title um, involved in this match then the the finish could have been whatever like sky's the limit like they, they could have went to the moon and back or like you know go back like you know like do whatever that they wanted and we wouldn't have yeah. to care about the ending at all. Like they could have Wyatt just go on top clean, but now we have to worry about the fact that they've already made this a championship match. And how do we make it that you know Wyatt doesn't need a strap? So how do we make it that we have Wyatt going on top without a strap? And how do we make it that Rollins retains but doesn't make Wyatt look weak in the process? And so there goes my internet <laughs> I was gonna say so like if I were to go back to uh, my um, to my Twitter posts yeah or not Twitter posts but uh, my my Instagram posts like um, so basically you know they, they wanted to protect both guys in the best way possible but it, it was impossible uh, like how this thing went down I could play the situations over and over, like I could try to rewrite a few scenarios, but it all goes back to how do you protect Wyatt, you know, without making him go out and derailing most of the things. So, okay, cool. There's no DQ in Hell in a Cell. Like, how do you end it off in a oh, DQ? Yeah. Like, you would have to, I don't know, have some sort of stoppage, like having lead up to that point would make sense like if it was just like you know they go up to the stoppage but if it's a stoppage and if it's a KO then you lose the match and and then in which like you know you, you go out looking like a chump so how they were building up this point to this angle like absolutely did not, no favors for anybody but the way that they went into it it does protect them in a way but not as well as we thought it would so you know having Rollins like you know snap and go off on Wyatt and beat him down so he doesn't eat a pin doesn't need a submission like you know just goes down violently that's the only way you can stop a fiend cool I get it and then you know having the match end with Wyatt kind of like you know you know doing a dead rise almost of sorts and then unleashing on Rollins show goes off and it makes Wyatt come back looking like a monster that he gets up from all this punishment only still to administer it back yeah so if they had this in any type of match other than Hell in a Cell I would say yes this works out just fine but the fact that it was Hell in a Cell and for a strap they just shot yeah. themselves in the foot like you know on both feet trying to figure something out here and ended in a DQ, no less. Um, Gio, if you want to add your thoughts. I like that The Fiend got up from everything. He didn't no-sell a lot of stuff. The curb stomp, the sludgehammer, 
kind of remind me of Kang with the lights. And everything was going well until the referee stopped the match. But I noticed that the fans, everything that Rollins was trying to do, the fans was against it. Every time The Fiend mm -hmm. gets up, the fans cheer. So we could say that Seth kind of turned Hill inside of the cell, but that uh, finish didn't do them any good because there was a lot of backlash with the chance and the refunds. Yeah, and AEW. The, the thing, too, is that um, whoever talked about it with them in the back, um, I guess they didn't know where the story was going to go because it was sort of cringy just to have uh, the fiend laying there and taking, like, all the punishment. And I get it. You want to build uh, an entity because he's not a man. He's an entity. You want to build an yep. entity that can take all this punishment and still deliver fear to make you piss your pants. But it was just like, like, why are you staying there? Why are you no-selling? Why are you not trying to use your tricks and stuff like that? Like, you know, when I saw him pull out the mallet, his hammer, I just immediately thought of a story of like, oh, that has to be his power. Because like, that's cool that he brought it out into the match. Like if that got destroyed, you know, that could like probably end him. And you know, if WWE takes that, oh well. But, um. Yeah, it just felt really cringy that he was just laying there for like 10 minutes, taking all this um, abuse, and then all of a sudden the ref is going to be like, oh, we need the EMTs and put him on like a stretcher. <laughs> He's not a man. Um, I don't... He got up. Yeah. Well, um, I, I think I, I commented on this part too. It's like, if you guys remember <laughs> WrestleMania 9, Giant Gonzalez versus The Undertaker, you know, Undertaker yeah. leaving mid-match on a stretcher, and it's just like, you know this i guess having the same type of effect where you know johnny gonzalez like i guess you can call him an entity a gimmick and an entity and then like you know undertaker being undertaker so you have like these two type of forces going at it and i don't know undertaker leaving mid-match and it's just like it's almost the same thing i felt with this and how that went so we all agree we didn't like the ending well, well no yeah. one liked the i ending. mean nobody liked the ending but w given yeah. <laughs> with like you know the circumstances of the match like that's the only one we could accept at this point yeah pretty much like I again you could you could explore all the options and try to justify the means but at, at the end of it like you know how do you protect your investment in bray wyatt uh without killing him too much that's true too yeah so it's just like you know you still make you still make him come out looking like a monster as opposed to have him going out looking like a chump. That's true too, yeah. Um, it did feel like a Vince ending one hundred percent with his uh that's some good shit. He fed us some uh some good shit. Strikes again. Oh buddy, your your wind. Your wind buddy. I think that's wind. Um I have no idea what the hell that is. That's a train. That sound. I don't know. Train. You buy the train? Yes. The high oh, that's interesting. All right, so. I think that so, covers Hell in a Cell. Enough. Um, I just saw whatever Twitter put up on Raw. I just want to make mention that like we are no longer in the era where real 
married couples have to like be on fucking screen and ruin one. Like the whole Lana and Rusev shit, like that should not be happening in 2019. Uh, it's so fucking cringy. Uh, I think Jerry Springer is still running, but like we don't need this. We really don't. Uh, I do. Poor Rusev. Sorry, epic, but yeah, I know. Um, first of all, I feel I feel for a guy. Like even though if it's just an angle, I feel for the guy though. But <laughs> like I, I I feel sorry for all the parties involved. I know they want to get Lashley back yeah, into the much. game at some point. I don't know with whom. They they could have made him go to SmackDown for Lesnar instead of Velasquez, but yeah, right. Still um, waiting for that match. Exactly. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how long we have to wait for this. Like you know, they they can only keep teasing it for so long. Now they have Years. like you know, a, a a cuckold like you know, uh, angle here where it's just like you know, Lana getting into dark chocolate. And it's just uh, <laughs> pretty much it, 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 so bad. I, I don't know. I, I haven't really been paying attention to the angle. I've been watching bits and clips, but like you know, I haven't it's really totally got fine. into like the reason why they got into it and stuff like that. Like because I know they teased uh, Rusev being Maria's baby's daddy uh, when oh. Rusev made his comeback, which might have been a spark for things. But yeah, at the same time, it's just like you know. Then they have a real angle where like you know Rusev now has to deal with like you know being in a cuckold relationship. I swear. I just wanted to bring it up because it's like really cringeworthy and stupid and it's, like it shouldn't really happen. It's cringe and I hope we never discuss this ever again. <laughs> no, we won't. I don't think so. Unless like some shit goes down where it's like, I don't know, some weird ass twist. It could um, be. I did want to mention that they probably took uh, the porn company Brazers offer to write like really good endings with really good satisfying endings. Uh, did you guys see that tweet? Uh, I, I did it. see that tweet. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Why did I like it? But I mean, at the same time, I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, it's something when a porn site is offering to give advice. Yeah, it. And we came to the point for that. For that. <laughs> yep. Never thought. Never really did. Um, they probably called up Vince Russo too. They'd be like, "Yo, we need you to write an angle," and he came up with the whole Rusev and Lana shit, probably. And then Rusev would be coming in. The first thing is, like, "Bro, okay, bro, this bro, we need to do something here, bro." <laughs> bro, I like this angle. It's gonna make us millions. It's like, All bro, the kids next, are gonna next watch thing we're it. gonna have now is a wife on the pole match, bro. Like, this is going to be amazing, bro. <laughs> Yep, Saudi Arabia. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, God. <sighs> oh no, that'd be so bad. Yes, uh, but, but it'd be kind of funny if uh, they actually do a wife on a pole thing and they're, they they watch this and they actually want to go through with it. It does not look good on paper. No. <laughs> not at all. So the next best thing they can do is wife in a shark tank match or something like that. And... Wife in uh... a shark tank match. You know, Jesus just suspend her high above the <laughs> ring in a shark tank and it's just like, you know... Winner gets Lana? I don't know. Uh, I don't even know how they work this out. Because the, the way at this point, the way they're working out is just like, you know, it's all Lana doing the the deed as opposed to, like, you know, Lashley moving into territory. Yeah. So it's just like, how do you justify this now? It's just like, you know, you, <laughs> like... Well, I guess I we'll have to play it out, guys. I don't really want to look into this whole angle and just be like, <laughs> how, how does Rusev gain from this other than, like, you know... 
he has everyone's sympathy right now. Like, you know, it's definitely not Rusev Day anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. They uh, they totally did away with Rusev Day, and that was his most over thing. It was one chance at it. Um, but if you noticed, um, somebody did a gif of, like, before they show the video of Lana and uh, Lashley, Freaky Rusev had a smile on his face, and then he had to remind himself, oh, I can't smile during this uh, segment. Yeah. I was like, Damn. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is so weird. Even though we know it's acting, it's just like it, some part of it has to like fucking mess with your head. Yeah, it's just like okay, well you know the smile is going away. Like, is he getting down to business? And business <laughs> definitely picked up. I hope it, <laughs> it needs has. something good for him. Uh, I hope so. It's just like, you know, I don't a see mid, it. A mid card, like a like it's a mid card matchup between two mid carders, and it's just like okay. There's no strap involved. There's a wife in here. I mean, I wonder what Crystal Lashley even thinks about this whole entire thing yeah, as right? well. So, like, you know, there, there's other factors they could probably play into this. Maybe Crystal might make a WWE comeback uh, into this angle. Maybe. Um, hard to say, but, I mean, this is one of the things you have to, like, kind of watch and be invested into and just see where it goes from there. Yeah. All right, enough about that one. Um, you guys want to move on to AEW? Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, Jay, you want to start it off? Um, With whatever. The first match, Cody versus Sammy. Yeah. I like the presentation. I didn't know in the beginning Sammy would be a heel until he like shoved Brandy up in the way. So that was interesting. I like the presentation. I like that Cody went on. And yeah. I like the, the um, time limit. That there's oh. a time limit in the matches. Old school, man. Old school. Yep. That's what I got right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Epic, you could jump in. Um, I watched it. Yeah, I've watched... Uh, I had uh, that in NXT up side by side when I was uh, watching both shows. But... uh. For AEW though, I, I mean, again, like having that episode of Dynamite is, it's good, it's different. Definitely one mm -hmm. of the largest drawing uh, shows wrestling-wise other than WWE in a long time, in a long while. Uh, with Guevara and Cody, I felt like, you know, pacing was good, everything was okay. Uh, Cody willing enough to give up his spot if Guevara got the win over him. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Guevara pulling up tactics here and there, which was unexpected, but... Um, you know, you didn't know where it was leading, but, you know, then Cody gets up the win. Uh, time limits are good. I feel like, yes, it is a good uh, shot back to the uh, to the old school. And even New Japan has this in their matchups, too. So, like, you know. Yeah, they do. Where it's just like, it, it's great to have, like, you know, time limits because it's just like, you know, you're, you're on TV. You have a time constraint. Like, you know, you can't draw segments out uh, too long for whatever. And it's good uh, that they, they have that sort of thing again um Cody coming out on top uh Guevara shakes his hand you think nothing of it yeah yeah and that's it that's it for that segment <laughs> <laughs> um I like really enjoyed the match um Sam Guevara is like very very arrogant um I watch like his vlogs and stuff like that to get like inspiration and stuff um 
He's been doing it for eight years around the same time as uh, JD Alpha, and I will always plug JD Alpha in for this. Um, I do want to mention that he has a Titan up on his uh, Spanish Fly. JD Alpha does a better one. Um, I do like the fact that Cody decided to wrestle someone who's still young in the business, if I could say that, um, and try to give him the spotlight. Both of them made each other look like a million bucks, even if Sammy put Brandy in front of uh, Cody when he did the uh, suicide dive. Um, overall, the story was great. I just wish that um, they would have prolonged it because I don't really want Cody to get a title shot right away just because he's a VP. Um, I'd rather have this series of matches between Guevara and Cody only because um, Guevara has something to prove against a veteran like Cody. But they're going this way, where after they shake hands, Jericho just, you know, destroys Cody, and then we have, like, this alliance forming between, uh, well, Jericho and um, Guevara, but we could talk about that towards the end since the whole entire AEW Dynamite first episode is a freaking story in itself. Oh, with, there, like, goes, there goes arcs. spoilers, guys, already, so I mean... Sorry. Ah! <laughs> Either way. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just a bit. That's why I was like, we could we talk about it all at the end. But um, I get what AEW is doing, and good props to AEW. And that's my take on the Sammy versus uh, Cody thing. Because uh, I just finished watching AEW, so I'm kind of fresh with that. Um, well, wait. What happened after Cody and Sammy? Jericho attack. Okay, but, okay. After Jericho attack. I think there was a second match. Yeah, that was a second match. Damn it. Uh, uh, I'm trying to pull up the results right now. So we had right, MJF cool. versus uh, <laughs> Brian Cutler. Okay, yeah. first things first. I want to just say, as much as, and I hope Brandon doesn't see this because Brandon's a kind of cool guy, but <laughs> it was boring. Did anyone else think it was boring? MJF yeah. is out there to make himself and his opponent look like a million dollars, but I mean, like, you know. God. He, 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 you guys could go. <laughs> I think MJF is pretty, like, he's an amazing fucking heel, like, probably the best in the business, hands down, and whoever's in the ring with him. Like, just effortlessly burns them, instantly puts whatever, well, he puts, like, mega heat on himself, but at the same time, like, you know, he puts the guy over in, in a shameful way, though. It's just like, you know, you can't help but feel sorry for the guy he's wrestling. Um, it's a squash match. MJF goes over. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cutler, like, you know, being, you know, friends of the Bucks and stuff like that, and, you know, it is what it is at this point, you know. Uh, I, I don't have nothing else. It's just like, you know, he's got a horrible um, song on top of that. Uh, I kind of I kind of felt it was uh, boring. I'm going to have to still invest time in watching both Brandon Color and MJF uh, grow. I think MJF's approach to how he wants to get heat and uh, his heelish ways um, are kind of forced and pushed, but I think over time he'll probably... To me, he'll probably grow on me, but I, I really felt like it was it was boring. For like that I match. don't know though. Like for me, it's a bit different. Like because like you know, he gives me that old school like you know wrestling heel heat, like you know like kind of Rick Rude without like you know being the stripper sort of thing. But like you know, you just go out, you, you know, you you go out, make fun of the town, you go out and make fun of your opponent. 
Like, yeah. you know, it, it really plays back to, the, like, the old school heel gimmicks where you're just like, you know, if you want nuclear heat, just, like, you know, go out and just demolish whatever city that you're in, demolish your opponent, like, you know, just with just with your words and get this nuclear heat. And I think he's doing that quite well, which, like, I, I absolutely love. Like, you just want to love to hate this guy, and you do. The moment you hear him open his mouth and it's just like, it's heat. You hate it, but you love it at the same time. It's just like, why is this guy so good? Why is he so good on the mic? <laughs> but I hate He's him. So young too. Yeah, he is young. Um, I think I, I think that's what it is for me that um because he's he's young. Do you mean like young in the business, Gio? Yeah. Oh, okay. But he, yeah, he, I think that's what it get, is. Yeah. He gets it. He gets it. He's going he to be one of the uh, major players in that company. And I've been saying that since the beginning. I agree. He's a jerk. You're not gonna like the jerk. You want yeah, to see the is, jerk? Yeah. Get yeah, I can see that. Um, I guess he had to grow on me. I have to just keep watching him and see what he does. But I really did think that match was boring. I mean, the match I is really boring. It, okay. it is what it is. It's a squash yeah. match. It was short. It. It was yeah, okay. it was, yeah, it was short too. I was like, why is it, it was short? very short? All right. So what happened? What's the next match after that one? Hawk and Hangman. Hangman and Pac. I I would love to ask him how the fuck he pronounces his name. Is it Pac or Pac? <laughs> Is it gonna be like Pac-Man? Like shit. <laughs> I love the guy. Oh, I, I really love Neville. Like I, you know what? I think we should refer to him as Neville. I really hope he doesn't kill me, or like you oh, know, does does his red his uh red arrow on me. But like until we figure out how to pronounce it, it's Neville. Anyway. Um, that was an interesting uh, a match and interesting for um, Pac to like go over. Well, that was the original yeah. feud when, yeah. when they fired up the whole entire thing before Pac had to kind of go on his ways of being the undefeated Dragon Gate champion machine here. Yep. Um, now that, you know, now we can disregard that because his streak's broken, lost the title, but I don't think he's lost a match since losing his strap. Which no. puts a pretty good spin on his character. Now, like, he can be as arrogant or as brash or as brutal as uh, he wants. Um, but for him to pick up this momentum now going into AEW is really important. So it's great that they're they're building that back up. And they're having mm -hmm. him go over on Paige. Or Paige doesn't really need to go over right now because... You know, yeah. As, as much as, like, you, you would want to love Paige, at the same time, though, you can't see him as face of the company material um, at, the at this moment, point yeah. of time. Like... It's going to be one of those things where Marie is going to take some warming up to MJF. It's going to be the same with yep. us warming up with Hangman Page. Eventually. Where it's just like, you know, you, you like the guy and you like his work. He's a great worker, but at the same time, it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, he, you know, right at this time is not, you know, face of the place material. So having Pat go over, being a former champion himself, is a pretty good candidate. Um,. But if I go back to look at the show right now, it's like, what, besides Cody going over, got two heels going over in the, uh, the two other matches afterwards. So. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, Jay, you want to add anything to it? Um, no, I just think, well, I just think that the match between Evil Neville, I'll call him Evil Neville, <laughs> versus... Hangman will yeah. continue. I think that was just like the start. 
Yeah. They're not done yet. Um, I do have a question for both of you guys. I don't know if you saw when um, Pac versus uh, Kenny because um, Dean Ambrose had gotten uh, sick. Uh, how did you guys feel about that ending? Where he made uh, Kenny submit. Well, pass out, really. I was, I was okay with it. I was surprised. But then I figured, you know, Kenny's been on kind of a losing streak. Sort of. In yeah. Uh, so um, I think it furthers down the story for Kenny. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, I was uh, complete shocked about it, too. I didn't know how to feel about it. I wasn't angry or disappointed. It was one of those things of, like, I never saw Kenny, like, tap. Unless one of you guys have ever saw him tap. It's but, interesting. I haven't seen him tap. Not to yeah. a submission ever. Like, he's lost clean the pins, but yeah. I've never seen him tap. That's, that's why I was like, whoa, this is the first time he gets, like, submitted or, like, passed out or whatever. Um, and then that's kind of an interesting play on the whole AEW thing, taking the wins, losses, and draws, like, very seriously. Because uh, I think when AEW was created, probably many fans were thinking that, oh, Kenny will probably get the title right off the back. Now that yep. he's not on, like, a winning streak, that's not, like, really going to happen. Um, you know, how do you guys feel about, like, AEW really keeping score on wins, losses, and draws? I like it. it it's good to an extent before they might throw that idea out the window. Like, you can only probably play out the, um, the shtick for so long because then it's just like, okay, now you have what... Um, Let's just say, hypothetically, MJF is your guy right now. He's been undefeated by squashing jobbers. Uh, compared to someone, say, at a main event level, losing against top caliber guys. Now, how do you justify, say, someone like MJF who's been squashing jobbers versus Kenny Omega who's been losing against main eventers to saying MJF deserves a world title shot over Kenny Omega with the type of match calibers that they've been having? Yeah, I totally understand that. Um, I think eventually they might get rid of it. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I think it's going to be way too hard to track and what it's going to be based on, too, for people to get title shots. So I totally understand that, Epic. Uh, Gio, you can add whatever you want. Um, It might go away. It might stay for a bit. I think it might stay for at least, I don't know, however long the company feels they want to make sure wins and losses is part of their formula because that's what they have said wins and losses will mean something so far it kind of has with Kenny but we have Cody getting a title shot because mm -hmm. of his loss record so, okay um, I don't mean to be looking on Twitter but apparently um, Xavier Woods is playing uh, DDR, so Epic, you might want to ever show him up. And Kenny oh. just called him a fraud. I'll, so. I'll, I'll fraud both of them up, just just saying right now. Like, oh, this is fun. I have it on video, too, if you were actually doing that at Cody Island, so if you want, I'll send it to them. I'm like, <laughs> that, that wasn't even my final form. That was a broken, that was a broken machine, too. So, I mean. um, either way, uh, what's, our, what's our next match? The women's, uh, the, women's match. the women's championship match. I'm just going to keep it brief because I am not ready to take heat for my 
uh, unapologetic opinions, but um, congrats to uh, Rio for uh, winning the uh, championship match. And then Kenny coming to save his little sister, and that's all I'm saying. <laughs> little sister. Yeah, that was strange to me. That was a bit strange. The ending. Surprised that uh, she won. And she uh... won clean. Sure. I, that that was definitely a person I wanted to go over on the match, though. Um, given the circumstances, it's like okay, um, you have, you know, Nyla Rose, your your transgender women's wrestler, uh, versus Riho, which is a legitimate uh, women's wrestler. You know, you're looking at PR angles here versus like you know, talent. And I'm not saying Nyla Rose is not talented by any means, but it's just like you know. The way that's just like the way that people are just going to be looking at it and it's going to be awkward let's just say in the event that nyla rose wins and it's just like okay well you know we've only got to strap on nyla rose because like you know you guys will just want to play to a certain community um you know just uh, a pr shtick then you got yeah. riho which is like you know which everyone i would say a good you know Let's just say hypothetically, ninety percent of the the viewers would rather prefer having to be the first women's champion. At that point, um, you touched on it like fantastically. Maybe when I warm up, I'll probably say my own opinions. But uh, that's the whole narrative that was happening on uh, AEW's Instagram and their Twitter and their Facebook, where like they've they put this. Uh, you know, the match card up between Nyla Rose versus Rio for the championship. And a lot of people were like, they did not want Nyla for their, to be their champion. They wanted, you know, Rio to go over. So yeah, um, you know, it was all over Twitter and all their like social medias and stuff. So yeah, that's exactly right. Would have been backlash. Yeah. But what is a backlash been. these days? Well, everyone's a snowflake these days, and it's uh, <laughs> it's it's hard to please everybody. Yeah, it is. Like you know, like the moment you do something, and it's just like you know, all eyes are on you, all eyes are on your company. Mm -hmm. Like you know, for me, like let's just say hypothetically, I do and say something, you know, and go off on my own tangent. But I stream yeah. on D Live, so D Live is going to get a whole lot of heat just because of something yeah, I yeah. said. Yeah, it's the same thing where, like, if you work for, like, any company or whatever it is, like, sometimes when you say, you know, you may not intend it the way it is, and then all of a sudden someone gets offended. Um, oh, okay, so this is what I wanted to mention. So, like, the first time that AEW was like, hey, we're going to sign Nyla Rose, and Nyla Rose is a transgendered, you know, AEW never pushed the narrative for that they wanted to give her an opportunity to like shine and be on television it's mm -hmm. the rest of the fans that are pushing this narrative that AEW doesn't want to like actually be in you know if that mm -hmm. makes sense but yeah, I remember, I remember yeah. that really backlash well yeah. from the fans about it the fans are the one that's pushing it to make it try to mean something, to try to have a staple in it, while AEW is just like, look, she's a wrestler, she's here, she wants to show her talent. And I think people kind of forget about that, that wrestling is a family. In wrestling, there's sort of no gender because everyone takes care of each other. And that's, and that's the message that should be put towards rather than, oh my God, Nyla is transgender therefore she should just be like an idol on a pedestal and it's like she's actually a wrestler she's a wrestler first you yeah. know everything else in her private life it's her private life leave it alone let's 
say Nyla Rose is a wrestler for AEW and that's it. Mm-hmm. She's a wrestler to me. I've seen her wrestle. I mean, it's a wrestler. I mean, like, you know, like, through and through. It's just like, you know, regardless of the gimmick or the shtick that, that comes with it, but, yeah, you know, you, you always look at them like, you know, for what they are first, and that's a wrestler. Totally agree with that. What is our next match? Is it a main oh. event? There's a there's five matches. The Elite versus Santana, Ortiz, and Jericho. Yeah, um... That was an interesting match. Uh, only because, like, we have the elite once again, you know, coming back teaming, like, how they did back then versus Jericho and, um, we're going to call them LAX, right? Because they uh, were LAX. They were LAX, yes. Okay. They were. I don't, I don't know they formed a new name, so we're going to call them LAX. Yeah, they just have going by their uh, names. I think that yeah, they're just going by their names right now, like Santana and Ortiz. Oh. They they haven't adopted the LAX uh, shtick. Oh well, we're gonna call them LAX to like okay. save namespace. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, Nick still has his freaking speed. Kenny like gained his freaking speed back because uh, I don't know, like he was being sluggish in the ring and I'm like a huge like Kenny Omega mark and whatnot. Um overall I thought it was pretty good. It was it was pretty good. And then John Moxley coming out and um you know attacking Kenny Omega and still having this feud go which I'm excited to like see at full gear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have anything like worthy to say about the match. Other than that it was interesting. I mean I don't know. Uh, given that you, anytime you see the Bucks in a match, it's just gonna be a spot fest through and through. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like you know uh, having like their like their five moves to do them uh, in their own right, and it's great to see that LAX coming in there, uh, given their offense and everything like that, and just exposing themselves on a different scale. Um, it's definitely needed to kind of get themselves out there, especially like you know with a very very underrated team. Um, they didn't have to be paired with Jericho, but Jericho is a good added touch. Uh, to the match. Um, Omega kind of getting back into the groove of things. Moxley coming in mm-hmm. uh, to continue that feud, was which, which is pretty good. And then I think what I could admire about Kenny Omega right now in the process is like he's willing to bury himself to put over a lot of talent right now, which I feel a lot of the other guys aren't doing right now. Like, you know, Paige, Paige is okay with doing it. Um, Bucks have been putting themselves over uh, yeah, quite a bit here and there, and then Cody's putting himself over. Obviously, Jericho's putting himself it. over, where it's just like... He uh, has to. Well, he has to. I mean, he's the only, like, you know, credible face that they have have in the company to, to carry them into this new era. But, um... Yeah. For, for what it is right now, Omega's doing a really good job just, like, you know, putting talent over uh, mm-hmm. while putting on a pretty good match at the same time. Um, I feel like these other guys could take a page out of Omega's book into helping put other teams off. So, I mean, like, the Bucks have only wrestled uh, the Lucha Brothers um, for the most part in putting them yeah. over. Um, I would like to see the Bucks put over other, other great tag teams in the process as well. Um, hell, like, you know, they, they could have done, you know, a solid for, uh, what is it, Jack Evans and Angelico. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those guys are amazing. I love them. Uh, I hope eventually they get a run, but uh, time will always tell. Um, I think for what it is, Bucks got their offense in there, remove Omega from the match, then Bucks get demolished, yeah. in which LAX gets their good offense in, Jericho gets his finish in, um, then it's just a beatdown after the match, um, which was kind of expected and unexpected, and you know, because like you know the uh, the BTE crew then you know has to have each other's backs. Then you have like Cody making the run in, um, then getting wrecked. Then it's just like you see these people coming out one after another, and it's just like okay, like how are the sides playing out? Uh, you have Guevara coming out, you know, coming yeah. out full heel. Uh, then you have Rhodes coming out trying to lay everybody out, and the greatest pop of the night was definitely for. Uh, We'll call him Jake Hager because that's his name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. He got a great pop that night, and again, like you know, he went over quite well, just destroying everybody in the ring. And I thought the weirdest spot at that whole entire point was that table, um, <laughs> yeah, which we'll probably was. see on Botchamania at some point in the eye yeah. of the table scene. Um, but I mean that that table, I don't know wh- where it came from. I don't know why it was there and why they decided to use it. Um, but I, I felt know, like that that could have somewhere. that could have broken Dustin. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but heels going out strong, which is a weird angle because now are we having factions in the same besides the elite? And what's yeah, going to come are. of this? Um, I want to mention. I don't know if you guys find this kind of interesting, but you notice how Jericho has like a team of five, including himself. And then obviously the Bucks with uh, Cody can obviously get and Dustin, uh, and could get Kenny to have their five team. Now in November, uh, Full Gear, the uh, AEW's first official pay per view, Full Gear is November 9th. WWE's Survivor Series is November 24th. Mm. I am calling it right now that AEW is going to do a Survivor Series type match for their main event for Full Gear to go against the gimmick pay-per-view of Survivor Series for WWE. I see that. I, see so, like, I could see it working, but at the same time, I'd see that gimmick. It could work with them, and it could work against them at the same time. Where it's just like... Is that going to be like your your only elimination match throughout the entire card? Then again, they, they already have matches set up for Full Gear already, which I can see it working out, but then again, the way it's been going won't be going the way we think it might be because they already got the title matches and everything from there now we just like have these other guys just kind of floating around and I just remember that Kenny is going to be fighting John Moxie at full gear either way I could just see like them doing one match Survivor Series style match elimination style match just to rival WWE to see if uh, WWE could be on their game because lately they've been shooting themselves in the foot. So that's what I'm saying about that. Um, Gio, you have any thoughts about the AEW main, main event for Dynamite? That should have been a main event. Yeah, that's it. Want to add on anything? Um, Jericho has a faction. Didn't see that at all. Jericho, because he rarely has more than what? Two people? Yeah. One person. So. Interesting, interesting take. That's all um, I mean. Okay, so 
I did not watch um, NXT yet. Uh, so if you guys want to talk about NXT, you guys can. That will be our last uh, talk topic of the night. Um, and then I'll close this out. But I, di- I didn't see NXT. Um, let's see if I can just pull up the results. I did watch them, but I can't remember everything. That's totally fine, dude. My head. That's totally fine. Uh, I just know that uh, it it was really hyped to have Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle, and I didn't even get to see that match. So that was the first match of the night. Uh, going into what? Um, that was yeah, that was first match. What? Oh my what? god! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good match. All right. All right. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even saying that because if it wasn't. Oh my god. Okay, go ahead. Go go go. So, uh, first match of the night: uh, Cole versus Riddle. Really, really, really good match. Um, uh-huh. Cole went over. Um, I think it was clean to say he went over clean. Um, yeah, he did. Wow. wow. Surprising. None of the uh, none of the undisputed era came out for any of the saves or uh, uh, things. It's just Cole going out absolutely clean on Riddle. Uh, after the match, uh, definitely was one of the highlights of the night where Balor uh, came back and claimed yeah, that, that uh, he's NXT, that he's moving back to the roster, which is amazing because, like, you know, he was just uh, drowning on the main mm-hmm. roster. Like, you know, the, they derailed his main event push, then they, you know, put him into, like, you know, the, the mid card pool, and then he just got lost to the shuffle after that. You know, they tried you know, some sort of club angles here and there, and yeah, not, yeah. none of them really worked out because they, they never want to push them as a heel. Um, they should have. They, they Yeah, they The should've. moment they paired them back with the Good Brothers, like, you know, they, they should have went for a heel run. Throw AJ in there, like, you know, they definitely would have had, like, yeah. you know, a lot of momentum. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't, which is, again, like, beyond me. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but going back to NXT, so Balor coming back, claiming he is NXT, but no claims towards championship, but he just wanted to make that impact. Uh-huh. Um, but we, we could see something brewing in the future. Uh, next match after that was Io Shirai versus Mia Yim, which uh, yeah. Io Shirai went over. I just want to go on record and say I still fucking love Io Shirai. Like, she's just amazing. Beautiful on top of that, but mm-hmm. amazing. Um, <laughs> okay. Her her whole heel like you know from her ring gear to the entrance to everything I think you know definitely has uh, makings if they wanted to make like you know a uh, Japanese heel women's stable they've already got the trifecta going if they could do that yeah um, Yim had some pretty good offense here and there uh, but you know again Shirai came off uh, came up with a win uh, pretty damn clean uh, next match after that was Gargano versus Shane Thorne. Obviously, Gargano is going to go over on this exchange. Um, pretty much, uh, let's just say, I think Shane Thorne got a lot of the offense out of this matchup uh, before uh, Gargano went over. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, with Baszler going over um, with the submission. Okay. And I'm not too sure what they are to set up after this matchup for a feud with Baszler because I think what they're probably going to do after this is uh, a number one contenders match of some sort and just throw a whole bunch of names into the hat again. 
um, as, as much as, like, you know, I don't think anything of Baszler at this point is champion. I think it's just, like, you know, spot filler. Like, I, I feel okay. like, you know, they, there could be better candidates right now into holding that NXT Women's Championship. You know, a lot of uh, women are putting into that hat for that for that vote, like uh, Rhea Ripley, um, Mia Yim, uh, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, uh, Bianca Belair. Um, those are a lot of good names I could feel like, you know, uh, could carry the strap into a new era for the women's division on NXT. And then it could mean better things for Baszler when they move her to the main roster, maybe. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Danny Birch. Oh man! Uh, basically, it's just a match for uh, for Pete Dunn to go over. It's a finger breaking match. That's that just scares the shit out of me, man. Whenever yeah. he does that, I'm just like, please don't do it to my fingers. Like, I'm probably just give him a pound. I'm not even gonna let him shake my hand. <laughs> I mean, he looks like it that hurts. guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Pretty much, it was just a match for uh, Pete Dunne to go over. Um, Undisputed Era versus Street Profits uh, main event oh, wow. uh, for the tag team championships with the Undisputed Era going over. Oh wow! Yeah, that's okay. That's interesting. Um, but it did go down uh, quite dirty. Roderick Strong came out uh, to help the uh, the boys out for the win. Okay. Um, Show ends with uh, Adam Cole coming out to congratulate his boys, and then Tommaso Ciampa yeah, yeah. coming out to eyeball the championship, uh, staking his claim for oh, wow. next in line. Yeah, uh, for his shot. He hasn't had it yet. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't had it. He had like so many injuries, and then all of a sudden, it's like you know, now will probably be his time to do it. Um, now or never. Yeah. Um. I honestly think this was a really good first episode of playing it by ear. Um, next episode would definitely be um, a lot more structured and stuff like that. Um, does anyone want to add any closing stuff? Closing thoughts? No. no. Epic, uh, you got any uh, fans on your side that have questions? <laughs> I don't know. If we, I don't think I have that... any viewers no, who are right? like, you know, watching this no. thing, but I don't know. If I were to kind of go off on it, like again, like you know, dynamite coming out the way it was, something different was really, really good. Hopefully, they keep up the momentum. Yeah. And I think I've said Definitely. it before, where um, hopefully their different is good, different because like you know, um, hopefully they don't go to uh, go to the well too much on having gimmick matches or like you know having a lot of uh, gimmick type segments in general. Because I feel mm. like, you know, like, how, how many gimmicks are we going to try to fit into a whole show? Um, hopefully their stories are a whole lot stronger, a lot more coherent. Yeah. Because we understand what they are as fans. We understand what they are. But for a general public, you know, who doesn't really get the psychology, might not yeah. pick up on these things right away. So hopefully they, you know, in, include a psychology that kind of has everybody in the same wavelength. Um, uh-huh. the championship matches and everything like that so now that they've established their champions and I think what next show is their tag team division yeah um, it's a tag team tournament so I saw the championship belts and they look amazing first of all mm-hmm. 
when I saw the women's championship, I thought it was a lot bigger than it looked. And Jesus so Christ, that thing is tiny. Very small. Very Holy small. Jesus. So I think that's tiny. the tiniest women's championship. Even smaller than the NWA women's championship right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. Which is interesting to me. Um, Looks I like hope, a crown. I hope <laughs> AEW. <laughs> you could. I mean, like, you could probably just, like, you know, take off the strap, just kind of assemble it together yeah. and just wear it as a crown instead. <laughs> I mean, it's it's jewel studded, so I mean, it, it could definitely it work is. out uh, to that advantage. Um, but it, it'd be nice to kind of see where the women's division go from there. Now it's kind of reset, right? So now we have a champion and you have this boatload of uh, talent in this pool now gunning for this championship. But So it's great to see where, where they go from it from here to see who's available to really go for the championship from there other than Nyla Rose Britt Baker because mm-hmm. um, you have B Priestley who's still I think they're uh, Stardom's uh, main champion yeah. so even though B Priestley's with AEW but the fact that she's still Stardom's uh, you know lead champion it's uh, interesting to see where that goes from there uh, Yuka I would like to see more Yuka I love Yuka um, who else is there? Ali is still there. Yeah, she is. I don't think I'll see her in any sort of uh, championship pictures real soon. Um, awesome Kong, which I think they're going to yeah. use her very sparingly. I I think it's good that they're not, you know, shoving her down the audience's throats. Yeah, definitely. Even if it, even if she is a monster heel. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the fact that they have a main championship that they're trying to push right now for Full Gear, um, they're probably going to try to figure something out for uh, Full Gear for the Women's Championship, which we'll see uh, soon, I guess. And then the Tag Team Championships, which I hope the Bucks don't win. So help me God. Yeah, I know. I I feel the same way. Like as much as I love, you know, as much as I love them, they're like cool guys. Like really talk to I really don't want them to get the tag team championships the same way that I don't want Cody to get the AEW champion and it's nothing against them personally it's just the fact that we know that they're VPs and that's like the one mistake that companies do it's send their VPs to get the championships already rather than trying to build people up and later they could get it um so I really hope that private party does go over uh the young bucks they're my pick to win at least the first round Hell, even if LAX is in this thing, I, I would definitely highly pick them as a dark horse to, team to win that thing as well. Yeah, it'd be a good choice, LAX. Uh, but you know, the the Dark Order didn't like they advanced because they didn't have anybody to go against, which is the weirdest thing ever. If you look at the um, yeah, if like you look the at picture. the bracket, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It was just like interesting. They got to buy, but then again, I think that was the thing. Like um, when they had one of those uh, tournaments, I think. Where I think it was the Battle Royale, I think, where they had the uh, oh. it was uh, gunning for like you know a buy into the thing, like either a spot or a buy. Oh, the buy-in, okay. Yeah, the buy-in. So which, which by the way, I like that kind of gimmicky match, the buy-in. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool to have. Yeah, it's their pre-show. Yeah, it's a really good pre-show. Yeah. I, I hope they they continue more with this stuff because like it like you know it gets a lot more talent onto the thing gets a lot more exposure. Um, it, I think it's it does a lot of great for everybody and then you know hopefully like you know because I feel like 
I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like if the, if this were the situation where I feel like you know I feel like because Cody and the Bucks are putting themselves in there a whole lot more often that they're trying to gain more exposure with their brand by putting themselves in there a whole lot more often working with the talent as opposed to letting the talent run the pool for them. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I see that. So I hope uh, for what it's worth right now that like you know um, that they can build up that brand. Uh, hopefully, like you know. Because the fans already know who they are, and it's amazing mm-hmm. and all, but like at the same time, it's just like you know, if you're gonna put yourselves on the show, help with that talent over, um, they'd be doing them a pretty big solid. Be doing your brand a really big solid, uh, really big solid because it's like you know, not a lot of people are gonna know who they are or what they do, but you know, the moment you put them over, then like you know, you're winning a lot more people uh, than you are losing people. Um, definitely, definitely. What I feel like NXT needs to do at this point is because they got the talent. Um, you know they're they're putting on a lot of like really really great matches, but when you put them on paper side by side, like you know AEW definitely blew them out of the water uh, with the type of quality yeah. that they put uh, been putting in. Um, when you look at the matches side by side, like you know if you have anything from like you know uh, Cole and Riddle compared to uh, let's just say singles match uh let's just say you know cody and guevara it's just like you know yeah you get a lot of hard-hitting like you know um really great emotional like invested matches like i felt like you know both brands could do it really really well now it's just like you know um not having so many people lost in translation um going from you know match to match to match it's like, we'll wait for this train to go away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, guys. It's all good. It's um, all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So I think we should uh, wrap it up there. Um, I definitely want to thank uh, Gio for actually uh, doing this with me along uh, with Epic. Um, this will be a thing. Um, I just don't know how consistent we can be only because I work a 40-hour week now at my job. So it's a five-day straight starting for Wednesday and I end on Sunday. Yo, get that um, grind. I, yeah, man. Um, I'd rather us watch the product and talk about it like this. Next time it'll be a little bit more structured. Um, we probably can feature JD Alpha's uh, vlogs if you guys have not like known that he started to do it. Because there's this, not a rumor, but it's a fact that's going around that he never played WWF No Mercy. So. Ooh. Ooh. I, I don't even know how I feel about that one. I don't feel like a lot of people can let that go. Oh, man. You don't know how much heat he's been getting. Uh, his latest vlog, his latest vlog is that he got kidnapped. Uh, that would definitely be in the description for you guys to definitely uh, check it out. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, just stay tuned to social medias about when we go live, um, and then you could definitely um, watch uh, us being streamers because I'm a streamer as well. Epic is a streamer. Uh, he is a wonderful Dead by Daylight streamer. I am the noob of Dead by Daylight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have like an ending script, but um, I am so glad that we did this. Uh, this was like super fun. Um, I enjoyed. Definitely. Yep. I'm prepared, but you know, we'll get G- we'll get to it. Gio, you're doing fine, man. Like you're like Thank my you. number one. Okay, you're doing fine. <laughs> I feel like it's a, it's a pretty good opening uh, episode so far. I mean, we we didn't stray too much. We we got to the points pretty pretty well. 
Um, yeah, I have you to thank for that too because I told you in Discord I'm like I didn't plan anything. We're doing this by ear. <laughs> yeah, I mean because I, I've been planning a whole bunch of different other stuff like this. I was planning to do uh, like K-pop cast like this with uh, with Cherry and a whole bunch of other people. So like um, because we we did a whole bunch actually off stream. Like there were, there were yeah. a few nights where we like after I finished stream and we would. Uh, try to think and things just kind of went all over the place so now that um, we have some sort of structure down I feel like uh, once we stick to this it should work out just better yeah and uh, you could definitely like use the program that like you know we're using because I found it through somebody else so that would be a good thing to do Um, but other than that ladies and gentlemen thank you for spending a little bit of your time with us this is the Square Circle Podcast hosted by Marie Shadows we are joined by geo and epic and it's our time to say good night because this was the best the best podcast you had ever heard scp guys see ya yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs> have a wonderful night <laughs> you too you too have a good night everyone enjoy be safe That's a wrap on episode one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Square Circle Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marie Shadows. And if you want to continue to support Square Circle Podcast, we have other members on the team as well to talk about wrestling, which is our huge passion. Please make sure to follow us on YouTube and also follow us on Twitter. We'll see you guys in our next episode. Thank you.